And now, The Federal Drive with Tom Temin on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network, underwritten by Impress Technology Solutions and Dell EMC. Hello and thanks for joining us on this Thursday, April 18th, 2019, six minutes past the hour. I'm Tom Temin. Our producers are Lauren Larson and Eric White, our digital editors, Amelia Brust and David Thornton. Coming up in this hour of The Federal Drive, Congress told the Defense Department to stick a fork into lowest price, technically acceptable contracts, but has it? Plus, for VA implementing the forever GI Bill seems to be taking forever. Those stories and much more ahead during this hour of The Federal Drive. But first, the Navy says it's just about ready to pull the plug on the collection of aging IT systems that handle manpower and personnel matters. Some of them are five decades old, and a modern commercial system is about to take their place. As Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, the transition is also opening the door to an app-based personnel system. As of now, the IT infrastructure that supports the Navy's manpower and training needs is made up of 55 separate systems. Ten of those are 30 or more years old, and time has only made them more complex. The software they run is written in 21 different programming languages, riding on nine different operating systems spread across 73 data centers and networks. The Navy has been gradually moving some of its personnel-related technology to a common architecture called the Navy Pay and Personnel System, or NP2, since 2017. But Vice Admiral Robert Burke, the Chief of Naval Personnel, says the pace will pick up over the next six to eight months. Really, it's going to take us into the 21st century. We'll finally be able to start unplugging our you know, 1960s-era uh, personnel systems that, frankly, are holding us back in the way that we do customer service and not able to provide us uh, the, the, the level of customer service that, that you deserve. This system is going to integrate everything with an authoritative uh, data environment and bring all of our personnel and training systems into that one single system. Specifically, the Navy expects to start processing many of its pay transactions through NP2 over the next year. By October of 2020, all of its payroll will be handled that way with direct disbursements from the Treasury Department, largely bypassing the systems at DOD's Defense Finance and Accounting Service. By September, the service plans to start using the new system for all of its travel claims. The app will do the travel claim electronically. You're going to take pictures of your receipts when you do a stop at a hotel or you do training, it's just going to upload it. There's nothing to collect at the end. It's already in your phone because you took a picture of it with your iPhone or your Android or whatever. There's, it's there. It's already done. It's going to give you, like, when an Amazon package gets delivered, it's going to say, hey, you should have given me a lodging receipt. Where is it? Oh, yeah. Take a picture. Okay, done. Reminds you real time to do it so you hopefully... You know, you take it out of your pocket and you do it then or your, your dashboard in your car. So you don't have to go collect a bunch of stuff at the end like you do now. And then when you get to your final destination, when you check in, the CPPA is not going to have to do anything because you're going to get a little QR code like your boarding pass uh, on your mobile phone now. You check in. That does the CPPA's job. And your travel claim gets liquidated right then and it will be done in about 48 hours. Today, because they're on you know about 255 different systems, no two of which talk to each other, has to get fat fingered between those systems all over the country. A lot of room for error uh, when people have to manually type it into different systems. This one single integrated system will make it a lot simpler, a lot faster, a lot 
more error-free. But the new IT infrastructure is heavily geared toward mobile apps as a general matter. The service has already built several apps for sailors to handle tasks like career management, scheduling training, requesting leave, and updating personnel records. For now, in many cases, they're still tied to the Navy's back-end legacy systems. But officials say they intend to allow sailors to handle virtually any personnel transaction they need to via a mobile device and without the need for a common access card to authenticate themselves. The plan is to consolidate 62 separate websites into the My Navy portal. By the end of the year, users will be able to access all of its functions via commercial two-factor authentication technologies instead of a CAC card. Yeah, everything's going to be app-based. There'll be the desktop version on My Navy portal, then there'll be a, you know, a mobile version of My Navy portal, but everything will be an app from this point forward. But it's all running on that NP2. But the other thing is, when we, when we find out we need to change something, uh, you know, it's not going to be the standard Navy, you know, submit your configuration change request and maybe four years from now you see it. Um, you'll send us feedback on this sucks, you should have put the button on the upper right instead of here, or why you're asking us a social security number 27 times, you already have that. But we get the feedback, if it's something that is systemic and we need to change, we're going to we're going to change it the next day. We're going to have that capability. These systems are that agile. So we've shown some of these at these career development symposium uh, outings that we've had, and uh, the sailor feedback I've gotten has been—they can't believe the change. And uh, I, I know that the workforce here is just really excited about what we have uh, coming down the pipe. So the Navy's also restructuring the management of its personnel IT systems. As of now, those responsibilities are as disjointed as the systems themselves. A majority of the 55 are handled by the Bureau of Personnel and the Naval Education and Training Command, with the remaining 22 falling under the control of the Program Executive Office for Enterprise Information Systems. Going forward, PEOEIS will take over management responsibility for all of the Navy's personnel-related technology systems. It's conducting seven separate pilot projects this year as it works to consolidate the Navy's 10 separate personnel data warehouses into a single authoritative data environment. In the meantime, it's working to move both that data environment and the new centralized system that relies on it to the commercial cloud, according to Julianne Lefebvre, a deputy program manager in PEOEIS's Sea Warrior program. We're updating and, and focusing a new operating model. Uh, we're looking at you know, a full set of analytic capability um, as well as, you know, a, a really sailor-friendly, self-service HR con construct. Um, we're also looking to save money. You know, why are we doing this? We have to have a return on our investment. Uh, and so we're really looking at the best of breeds. As you can see on the left-hand um, side, we're going to take advantage of the, the SAS, the PASS, and IS um, uh, op opportunities. Uh, and ultimately, we want to improve services and solutions uh, at a fraction of the cost for the De Department of Navy. Okay, next slide. Uh, the MPT&E transformation effort is aligned with CNO's vision to digitize the Navy. Uh, it requires we move from our current environment of systems uh, that are expensive to maintain. Uh, they're not fully integrated. Uh, they lack needed capabilities. And they're not auditable. So we'll be moving to a future environment of systems that have optimized processes, are cloud-based, increase self-service capabilities, and don't require a CAC. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Still to come on Federal News Radio, Congress told the Defense Department to stick a fork into lowest price, technically acceptable contracts, but has it? But first, for VA, implementing the forever GI Bill seems to be taking forever. It's the Federal Drive with Tom Temin. 
Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 